Welcome to Blood Taps, your ultimate True Blood Rewatch podcast, where we sink our teeth into an all-new episode every Thursday. We're your hosts, Ashley and Fawn, so grab your favorite AB positive, and we'll meet you at Merlot's. All right, everyone. Welcome back to Blood Types. We are on Season 3, Episode 2, Beautifully Broken. Bill meets Russell Edgington, the vampire king of Mississippi who wants to use Bill and his plan to obtain more power. In Bill's absence, Jessica seeks Pam's advice to get herself out of a rather sticky situation. Sam spends more time with his birth family, but his zeal? Zell? I don't know. Z-E-A-L. Zeal? isn't welcomed by all of his newfound relatives, while Tara finds an unlikely solace in the shifty vampire Franklin Mott. I didn't know he ever found his name out. <laughs> I don't think it's said in the episode. I called him random vampire. <laughs> random vampire with accent. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you said we should jump into Tara or Sam first? I think we should talk about Tara or Sam. They're this... Sam's probably... Oh, no. Sam and Tara are probably the smallest parts in this right. episode. But, and then it's Bill, and then Sookie's always got shit going yeah. on. So I think, let's go ahead and start with Tara, actually, because okay. it's the saddest part. Yeah. So we are literally fresh off a suicide attempt. Yeah. And in Lafayette's car is when you first see them, too. And Lafayette's, like, or she's begging Lafayette not to go take her to the hospital because right. she'll be committed. Right. And she's doesn't want to be locked in a padded room right and he goes okay she goes i promise i'll never do it again i think and then he goes all right but i gotta show you something right and he takes first you don't really know where he's taking her because it looks like it's just like this nice facility where you have to sign in as a visitor and you find out that lafayette's mom is a still alive i don't know why i thought she was dead yeah. And B, you meet Jesus, the beautiful caretaker who his mom's been an absolute bitch yeah. to. Yeah. Super disgusting the comment she makes about him. Oh, it's gross. Yeah. We're not going to repeat it because it's really bad. No. And she has Alzheimer's? Uh, something, right? something like okay. that. Or um, he found her, like he found her in the street and took care of her. Yeah. He said like six months ago, which in this timeline. <laughs> When was that Don't really? Know when that was. I guess that was before Bill even came to Bond Oh my Top. gosh. Yeah. And he's been paid. That's why he works all these jobs. Right. Is to pay for her full-time care. Yeah. Lafayette will always and forever be Ugh. the greatest character on the show. And just like such a good actor. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It yeah, sucks. So unfortunate. So, yeah. I don't really understand, I guess, like what the point of meeting his mom was other than to be like here's oh, jesus <laughs> i mean it's kind of like uh this could be you kind of thing it's yeah. like i guess getting scared straight <laughs> i used to love that show <laughs> i never watched it but i remember like these little kids in prisoners faces be like fight me and then i like, love drugs yeah <laughs> and then the prisoners are like respect your mom i don't ah! know I never saw That's I never pretty watched. much exactly how it went. And then there was always like one kid who would defy everyone. And like, <laughs> it's just such a piece of shit. <laughs> they like, I'll show. see you in the gallery. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, I'll see you in here in two yeah. years or whatever. But I think Lafayette is, is he a secret cancer? Maybe. Does he love his family? Maybe. I mean, he does really love Tara. 
I feel like he's the only person yeah. that loves Tara. Because you know why? Oh, we didn't even talk about this. This is not the first time you see Tara. You see Tara when he's carrying her out of the bathroom. Yes. Or breaking into the bathroom. Yes. And his mom, her mom, the first thing she says mm-hmm. was, Tara, you can go to hell for that. And he says... I have this written down. Uh, You're too busy praising Jesus to realize your daughter's planning on moving in with him permanently. Yes. Like, mic drop? Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck her mom. Still about herself. Like, just because she got clean doesn't make her even better of a person. No. Even better of a person. Like, she's literally, you know, she patted herself on the back. I know we talked about it last time, but she patted herself on the back because she's like, yep, I'm a great mom. I got her. prayed for by the pr- the pastor who i'm trying to have sex with who i try to fill up fill up immediately yeah and literally left her alone and that's the one thing lafayette said when he left like don't leave her don't alone. leave her alone <laughs> yeah no it's sad the like their whole relationship tara and her mom it's one of those like you have one episode where you kind of have this brief glimpse of hope like maybe things will turn around but her mom is just still as manipulative still is just toxic and horrible as she is when she's an alcoholic yeah still shows her yeah. true colors through and through she's almost worse now like yeah, yeah. you know because she's like god did all this for me right anyway so after they go see his mom uh lafayette's like i'm not letting you out of my sight so right. you're gonna come to work with me and she goes mine as well and she's <laughs> okay. literally sitting at the bar in true Tara fashion just kind of <laughs> hanging out and she sees this I call him Mystery Vampire One. Like I don't, I don't know what I can't even remember what you said his name was. Franklin Mott. Franklin Mott. Okay, Franklin Mott shows up. He's <laughs> like a shifty. I honestly thought it was Russell Edgington's boyfriend. They look so alike. Oh yeah. I thought like while Russell <laughs> had so had like Bill, um, like focus on like he went right. to the bar. And I was like, how did he get there so fast? But it wasn't the same person. So he meets this British vampire. And Tara was like, we only have B positive, but the microwaves broke. So here you go. Good luck. (laughs) Here you go. He's like, okay, thanks. And I can't remember why she leaves. Why she leaves the bar. But she's outside just sitting on the car. I guess waiting for Lafayette to get out. And two rednecks go out there. I was like, this is where... um, the where they killed the n-word yeah and literally pee on where eggs was shot Mm. and as anyone does loses it she like walks straight up and punches him in the face right yeah she freaks out Uh. i think she yells at them first but she's out there like hitting them and the british vampire comes out and like grabs one. he's like apologize to the lady and he won't like the the guy won't. And he just ends up holding him while Tara beats the living <laughs> shit. Have you? I mean, her arms. We've seen her I arms know. tank top. She can fuck somebody up. Yeah. No, she's ripped as hell. Yeah. No, she destroys this She does destroys this man. And the vampire. Why did I forget his name again? Franklin. Franklin. Yeah, Franklin. Uh, his fangs come out. Yeah, because he's, he's like, yeah, he's do so it. Hot. <laughs> he's like, violence. Oh, nice. Yeah, poor fucking Tara, man. Um, and that's kind of what happens to Tara in this episode. Yeah. Which, I mean. It's a lot. It's like, a lot. Why does every episode with her have to be trauma? I don't know, but every, everybody's racist tendencies are coming out <sighs> now that, like, one black person got killed in this town. Yeah. 
they're like, you know what we should really insert in this storyline right now? Just some old-fashioned racism. Oh, we have to talk about Andy. I totally forgot about Andy. In this episode, he he gets a press conference <gasps> for saving the town from a serial killer. Yeah. And Jason shows up to the press conference. Right. And Andy freaks out. He goes, I told you to stay home. Right. Here, let me go buy you lunch. And while he's at lunch, everybody applauds him for being a hero. And all of this throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Which is disgusting. And at one point, they're at Merlotch, right? That's where they go to have lunch. Yeah. And that's where Andy, like, sees himself on the TV. Yep. And then Jason, like, stands up on the table and, like... Right. Thanks him. Like, it makes this whole big thing. And <sighs> everybody loves, loves Andy yeah. for protecting the town. Literally, these cops... I will say it till blue in the face. Have not solved no. one thing in this town. They haven't solved any murders. When it, even when it was a person. Even right. when it was a person. They didn't figure it out. No, because they're not good at it. They're no. literally just like, this was an easy one. So we'll take the win. Yeah. <sighs> well, yeah. then they leave the bar. And Jason goes... He's, like, driving Jason home. And mm-hmm. they get the call about a meth lab over in a hot shot. <laughs> And he just takes Jason along with him. And Jason, of course, loves yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And Katie's like, what is Jason doing here? Yeah. And Jason, he sees a woman, right? Yeah, he sees a woman. Okay. He gets out of the car because um, they go running in an opposite direction because right. somebody's running. And, and like, Kenya and uh, Andy and there's another right. cop there, I think, go running in the opposite direction. And he sees a girl, but she won't talk. She doesn't talk. Yeah. But she ends up running away. And that's when Jason sees another guy, like, I can't remember if he just runs out of the building or gets away from the police. But and he tackles Jason him. Jason tackles yeah. him. He <laughs> takes him to the ground. <laughs> that football comes in handy. Yes, it does. He took him to the ground. Oh, man. So I feel like that was a good snippet. And right. then we should also talk about Sam. Sam. Okay. Which Sam is a dumbass. First I- off, like, goes to Merlot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Out of through season two, when he knows that's where everybody's going to look for him. Yeah. And this time, he falls asleep with all the windows down across the street from where he thinks his parents are. So he literally was just, like, watching them and then was just like, you know what? I'm going to take a nap. Yeah. He like, goes, <laughs> last, like, the night before, follows that guy who right. he thinks is related to him. Right. Checks the mailbox. Like, oh, they live there. Literally falls asleep <laughs> overnight. And it's shot. All the windows are down. Right. And Tommy comes out. Tommy comes out with a shotgun in his head. And it's just like, what are you doing here? It, exactly. Exactly. It takes him in. Takes him into the house <sighs> and says, like, I found him sleeping outside. And then they're like, who the fuck are you? And then it comes out that he's like the the son that the mother gave away. Mm-hmm. And everybody's very apologetic. And she's like, I thought they would give you a better life and all this stuff. And then when you talk about pick me... This family, <laughs> who has it worse, is their favorite game. Yeah. Especially between Sam and Tommy. Yes, because Tommy gets jealous. Yeah, he gets really jealous. He goes, I could have had another, you didn't want to give me a better life. Right. You let me live in this shithole. And Sam's like, it wasn't that great. And he goes, so? Better than this, fam? Like, yeah. you don't know. No, I don't blame him. I probably would have done the same thing. I mean, 
But it turns out it was the mom that's the shifter. Right. Because the dad was normal, so she didn't know what would happen. Right. But the dad's the only thing, like, he's, I remember one line, out of anybody else, he says to Sam that you're special. Like, what you can do is so amazing, and you're unique. And he's the first person to say anything positive about Sam and his gift. And um, the mom's like, I'm so sorry I I did that. I didn't know you were going to be cursed and had to go through all that alone. I'm like, maybe check in. Yeah. Like, maybe give a shit. Right. Maybe. Well, and Tommy's a shifter, too. Yeah. So, like, what are you doing for him? Tommy is, like, he can shift on the fly. Yeah. Like, I thought Sam could. Right. But you didn't, like, where he turns into a bird. Yeah. (laughs) But they're out there, like, working on the car after they've had this whole big family (laughs) talk and um, talking to Sam. And Tommy's family starts taking his clothes because I gotta go for a run. You want to go? And then they just start stripping. It's but, a very steamy scene. Yeah. But when you <laughs> see Tommy's back is covered in scars yeah. and bruises and he goes, I get in a lot of fights. I thought he meant as a person. But then he turns into a pit bull. Oh. Oh, was it as an animal? I don't know if it was an, as an animal. But then I said it would make sense if it was a pit bull. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he turns into a pit bull. That's so sad. I'm so sorry. Don't listen here, true bud. It's <laughs> over now, but take the pit bull out of there. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, he, put him yeah. in as a chihuahua if you really want a dog. Because <laughs> you think he goes, I get in a lot of fights, right. and he has like all kind of marks all over him. And then when Sam turns into like a border collie, is he a border yes. collie? Yes. Yeah. And then Tommy turns into like a really muscular pit bull. I was like, oh, he might not have been meaning when he was human. Oh, I thought he meant like his parents were abusive well i thought just i mean he seems like a troubled kid but yeah. i that's what i thought when he when he turned into a pit bull i'm yeah. like oh he might not mean human oh that's sad poor kid i, know. I did not mean <laughs> to make this somber but that's just one thought i had right. was like after they go running together and he kind of lures sam into almost getting hit by a truck yeah and tommy's but, fucked up tommy's- dude <laughs> He's like, fuck this guy. Yeah. Coming in, already the favorite. I went through all this shit with these people, and they didn't care enough about me to make sure I had a good life. Right. Fuck him. I don't blame him. I would probably try to murder him, too. (laughs) You show up here. You take my family. Yeah. Here you go. You're going to get hit by a truck. I think he's like, you can have him. And then went on his storming out. (laughs) They... That, when they strip down together, I'm just like, okay, we don't need to do this. Like, you don't need to do that It's like together. you guys were literally just arguing just right. two seconds ago. Take your clothes off and let's go for a run. He goes, sorry, I gotta go for a run. You wanna watch me take my pants off? <laughs> and that was where we leave them, right? Kinda, yeah. Like, Sam's I mean, after, kind of like, you're trying to kill me. Yeah, after, like, he turns into a bird, literally yeah. on the fly. <laughs> and flies away. Right. Because Sam, like, gets out of the way of the truck and he's back to human form again. And he has that look that's like, why did you try to kill me? What the fuck just happened? Well, we don't know. Well, we know what happened. But Sam doesn't. Sam doesn't know what happened. (laughs) All right. Well, what do you want to jump into next? Let's talk about Bill. Let's talk about Mr. William Compton. Um, starts from second one of the episode when he literally Mike Tyson's a wolf. (laughs) He kills three of them. How? The audacity. <laughs> There's anything that white man has. It's the audacity. Yeah. And then, um, who, and he, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say he bit off an ear. Yeah. And then was about to fucking rock the last one. Right. 
when He's so strong. When <laughs> Russell Edgington just gallops in on a white horse. A yeah. literal white horse. In a hunting outfit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like a riding outfit, I think. Yeah. And he, he was like, are you the guy who tries to kidnap me? He goes, no, you're supposed to be my guest. And like, and he goes, uh, no, they kidnapped me and they've right. been feeding off my blood. And then he goes, you've been feeding off his blood? And I'm like, in the last one, the cooter. Guy, cooter, <laughs> cooter's the only survivor. Isn't that his name? I, I think that's his name. I don't think that's his name, but maybe. I think it is Cooter. I don't want to type in Cooter True Blood because I'm afraid of what will pop up. That's that's probably accurate. <laughs> Character. It's Cooter. Okay, Grant Bowler, born night. No, I'm nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Born 19. He was born July 18th, 1968 in Auckland, New Zealand. Is an American Kiwi actor who plays the role of Cooter on the HBO original series True Blood. I told you. I told you. It's Cooter. But why do they need a horse? They can run faster on foot. (laughs) It's cooler to show up on horseback, though. Is it? I guess. That's what they want you to believe. Is it? But this is kind of dark so you meet russell edgington and um he takes bill back to his place mm-hmm. he says you're a guest in my home and he goes guests can leave whenever they want and he goes well you can i just have to propose something to you first they give him this lavish room and what he proposes to bill is like a sheriff position mm-hmm. we also met his boyfriend talbot his boyfriend talbot yes. who i thought was uh, vampire mystery number one. <laughs> Mr. Number one. Mr. Number With one. the British accent. Mm-hmm. All of them dressed very beautifully. Very beautifully. So Bill gets cleaned up because he's literally covered in everything, <laughs> everything. under the yeah. sun. And they go to dinner and that's when he plans on, I guess, starting war with and, um, Sophie. Well, Is that her name? He wants to marry her. Oh, yeah. Russell wants to marry her. For power. Right. They want to, like, increase his kingdom. And if he marries her, it increases the size, which is why he's offering Bill a position as sheriff. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, like. Yeah, there's one part that I I have a question on for for the writers. (laughs) And we're almost getting there. So Bill, like, declines. Right. Because Sophie keeps saying no. And. Uh, Russell's like, you need to help me do this. And Bill's like, I don't know her. Yeah. I don't I don't know who that man is. And I, <laughs> I don't, love, don't sound ridiculous. And I know that, like, he brings Sookie into this somehow. Yes. And he goes, leave Sookie out of this. It brings his <laughs> fangs out. He goes, you're a guest in my home. Put your fangs away. And the face that Bill makes after he has to put his fangs away. He's like, okay. It's like a shame. It's a shame face that's so funny to me right because he's just okay Okay, i'm sorry and then for some reason we see lorena again yes and the first thing bill does is throw a a candle or something at her and sets her on fire (laughs) that's that's what i have a question about like i couldn't tell if this was a dream like this is something he wanted to do but no everybody just sat and watched her burn and she's just screaming in flames and also, she's in, like, a jockey outfit. Yeah. Never <laughs> no. see really anything else of that. Well, that's kind of the end of where Bill is. It's like, yeah. he burns Lorena. And I'm assuming she dies. Uh, uh, we right? only hope. I don't know. She's terrible. I know. But she's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. <laughs> it's not fair. Yeah. So that was weird. But 
going to while you're I don't even know if you you learn this while you're at Bill's but you find out about like the werewolves mm-hmm. that he has like they're Nazis yeah yeah they're like legit Nazis yeah and Sookie goes to Eric about it because she's like trying to find Bill and she's like they have these emblems on them and I need your help oh he's like do you she she's like do you know what these are right and he goes no <laughs> No. I was <laughs> but like, it's don't too go, dangerous don't for you. Don't go crying to Eric because he won't care. He really won't. He doesn't. Unless it's Sookie and then he kind of cares. Right. He has a heart for the first time. <laughs> the first and only time. Yeah. And you find out he has seen a woman like this before while right. he was fighting with Godric yeah. against the Nazis and finds this naked wolf woman that they literally just like stabbed to a wall. Yeah. They end up killing her, but they, like, waited in the house. Yeah. It's fine, yeah. right? It's okay. It's fake. It is fake, yes. <laughs> and there were soldiers who were in there who were, like, surrounding this woman, right? Or were the soldiers dead? I think I think she tried to attack one mm. of them. And that's when they stabbed her? Yeah, I think so. I want to go to one thing about Bill is because it's in his house. So he's not really there, but... I guess you find out now that one of the the werewolves who come after Sookie right. at the end of the episode is going through Bill's house. And one thing is, they go in and they go to the left and Bill's house is fucking <laughs> run down as shit. And they turn to this beautiful study yeah. that's perfect. It does not make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. We never see it again that I know of. But they go in and they pan left, and it's this beautiful study, and they go right to this drawer, and it has a fake bottom. And they bring out the fake bottom, and it's this envelope, and it's all full oh, of Sookie's articles and pictures of her that's, like, from, like, stalking. Like, she's yeah, so stalking creepy. her. I was like, oh, Bill's got some explaining mm-hmm. to do. Wow, how very Edward Cullen of him. Edward Cullen of him. <laughs> It's like they're the same person. I'm surprised that he doesn't watch her sleep. <laughs> you know, give him time. Yeah. <laughs> give him time. Now the- that we're watching this and Twilight, there's so many similarities. Yes. There's so many similarities. You can see where they fed off each other, even if they didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Or what the stereotype is, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I can't believe that Fifty Shades of Grey was based off Twilight, Ugh. but this wasn't. Yeah, how was... Okay, new goal. <laughs> Get a famous fan fiction about Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Written about me. <laughs> I'm going to put myself in the role of Sookie, but she'll also be my best friend. <laughs> but my favorite thing, I guess we could touch on it a little bit, is while they're at Eric's and they kind of separate Jessica, uh, Pam's like, let's go, let's go to the ladies' room and look at ourselves in the mirror. I love Pam and Jessica. They're so cute. They are. But she finally gets to like... Was like, so how do you know you killed someone? And Pam's like, when the blood slows down. Yeah. You could feel it in the heartbeat. The heartbeat slows yeah. down in the blood. Bill didn't teach you that? She's like, no. no. Bill hasn't taught me anything. But you know what I've noticed about Jessica is she start like, when she found out she was a vampire, mm-hmm. she was a fucking rebel. Yeah. Yeah. And especially when she came back from Eric, which was probably three nights ago <laughs> in this timeline, <laughs> is, like, she was dressed in black and she was yeah. ready to be fucking hell on wheels. Yeah. And now she's kind of, she's wearing a long denim skirt and a tank top. She's regretting it. She's, like, regressing back to the Christian girl. Yeah. Well, she asks Pam, like, how do you dispose of a body of somebody you accidentally killed? Mm-hmm. And... Pam's just kind of like, 
you figure it out. <laughs> yeah, and her, her thought was she rented a chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> but the body was gone. Look, who knows how this shit happens in Bonton. <laughs> There's probably a body removal service at this point. Maybe. Oh, mm. oh will that be illegal? So after Suki and Eric have that conversation, because Jessica is with her, she drops Suki back off at Bill's house. Um, nope, she drops Jessica, Jessica back, back off, off at Bill's, Bill's house. house. And Hoyt is there with mm-hmm. Trueblood. And he must have got a haircut because he looking fine as hell. He looks grown up. He looks fine as hell. He Little looks- Like they needed anything else to show their age yeah. difference. Any further. I know. But we get it. They're 10 years apart and she's I underage. Can't, I can't even remember. He yelled at her about her mom. Yes, because oh, it was when Mr. She... Bill was right. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. After yeah, she bit his too. mom, yeah, yeah. And Suki's so like, "Go easy on him. Don't no. be so mean. No, he shouldn't have said it. Look him, stupid Hoyt." Uh, and he says that he doesn't blame her for attacking his mom at this point. Mm. And and then she's like, "It's not going to work between you and I. You need to leave." And then he gets mad and he kicks the freaking door. It's just like even more yeah, abuse. She cries. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he leaves the true blood case by the door, so I guess it's romance. I thought you were hungry. Yes, I'm always hungry. Thank you for assuming that. And the corpse is still inside. It's still inside Bill's secret resting place when she climbs in. Oh, I'm thinking of when she comes back with the chainsaw. She calls to to rent a chainsaw. I don't remember that part. Because it's like $29.95 for the day (laughs) or like $200 (laughs) to buy one. Oh, that's kind of like a shop vac. You can go around from Lowe's for like 30 bucks for 24 hours or you can buy one for $200. Hmm. Huh. I don't remember that. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> so when Suki goes home. Yes. After crying to Eric, Eric shows up. Yeah. Yeah. He was worried about her. Um, What about when Jason was there? Like Suki goes home. After she drops off Jessica and she goes into the house and she sees a figure behind her and she like turns and kicks him in the groin and she finds out it's Jason. Uh, She says that she didn't know it was him and asks why he's there. And he's like, I have trouble sleeping and I came over to do cleaning, but then I got hungry and began to eat chicken. And then they were cleaning the the kitchen and Suki tells Jason about the werewolves and the fact that she feels helpless about Bill's disappearance. And then he tells her that Andy may be able to help, which is the biggest scam of all time because Andy can't do anything. Andy can't help his <laughs> own self. Yeah. Is that when Eric shows up? No, this is when Suki and Terry talk about the man that she oh saw. Oh my gosh, yes. She goes to work. Yes. Yes, she goes to work and sees I, a man. Sees a, yeah, well, she sees a man across, right. across the parking lot and she knows it's one of the werewolves. So she right. runs at him. <laughs> So she she runs the day. Yeah, and uh, Terry comes with them, and they find the man's boots in his clothes. Yeah, yeah, and then she goes, "Oh yeah," because she goes to work. Right. I don't know why I haven't had a fever dream. Um, <laughs> yeah, she goes to work, and Terry gives her a gun. Yes, during the work shift. Yeah, he's like, like, "Here's a revolver. Keep yourself safe." And, and I'm like, "She needs it right now." I mean. Who knows? This bitch has everyone dying around her. The yeah. least she can do is fire off a shot or something. Yeah. She, but she needed a gun a lot before now. Yeah. A she, long time before now. Suki needs personal protection always, at all times. Always. That's why everybody wants to help her because they're like, you're going to get yourself killed. Yeah. She's defenseless. Arlene comes in and is like, I needed you, blah, blah, blah. And Terry asks Suki to be like, can you tell Arlene that I'm good at things? And then Suki suggests 
uh, that he should tell Arlene how he feels. And then as she's walking away, Terry is like, I like you, Sookie. I hope you're staying safe. Uh, and if anything happened to her, then he would feel terrible. And then Sookie kisses him on the cheek. Yeah. Which is sweet. It's a cute scene. I really like Terry. I don't remember what happens to him at all. And I really hope I don't regret saying that. <laughs> but he's so, like... You just want to give him a hug, you know, and be like, yeah. it's going to be okay, Terry. He's, oh, I don't know what I was going to say. He's one of the normal ones out of everybody. <laughs> but I don't even know if I can say no, that. No, he's definitely yeah. not normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now, after that, I believe that is when Sookie goes home and Eric shows up. So Eric arrives at Sookie's place, and he tells her about how him and Godric found out back in like, oh, that's the what he tells her about the werewolf. Yes. Because it was dangerous for her to know. Right. And they're not ordinary werewolves, and they date back further than the Nazi party. Which, and that they're super well-trained and fueled by vampire blood, which is what Godric was, like, is so disgusted by. He was like, how dare you? When they stabbed the woman, she was like, give me your vampire blood, and I'll tell you who my creator is. And he was like, ew, I'm not giving you my blood. That's nasty. You don't deserve it. We're better Gross. than you. Gross. Gross. And so with Suki in danger, he Eric's like, I owe you one for helping move Godric. And he's like, invite me inside. And she oh. refuses. Yeah. So they stay outside on the porch until just like yeah. right before the end, he like flips. He goes, yeah. let me inside right now. Yeah. Like he's like, she goes, Mr. Northman, will you come inside? Right. And then there was a werewolf in her kitchen. And he, like, pins her to the wall. Yeah. And he, like, sees the werewolf growling at them. And then it changes as Sookie's about to shoot her revolver at them that yeah. she got from Terry. And like that's he, what... He had a handle, babe. <laughs> yeah, just let Eric do it, babe. Yeah. You're good. He wants hand, to protect you. Hand Eric the gun. <laughs> let him shoot them and feed off of them. I hope the next episode she actually, like, shot him in the shoulder. <laughs> Okay, now that would be great. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what happens when you shoot a vampire. Nothing, right? Because they, they don't bleed. They heal. Oh, yeah. Well, where's the bullet go? We saw a terrorist attack <laughs> last season <laughs> of just vampire parts everywhere. <laughs> and she sucked the, the bullet That's, out of his blood. Okay, you know I, they bleed. I tried to forget that scene because I think it's uncomfortable when she's going. <laughs> well, you asked. A question. Oh, well, they already gave us an answer. I didn't answer. want that answer. I wanted another one. <laughs> well, she had to spit. Oh, that's how she got her blood. His blood. That's in right. Her. That's right. Yeah. I guess the dreams have stopped. The, the sexy dreams have dreams. stopped. But I did love Sam's um, dreams about Bill. I know. That was phenomenal. We needed more of those. <laughs> well, I'm excited that we're back for season two. Me we hope too. you all enjoyed season one and our interview with Joseph. And uh, we're looking forward to bringing you some more sexy True Blood content. This was a sexy episode. What was that? <laughs> it really wasn't. Only one bitch was naked. <laughs> That's what was so sexy. It's so hot. <laughs> no, it was hot when Eric was like, invite me inside. I mean... You wouldn't have to ask, but like, let's, let's <laughs> come on in. Come on in. <laughs> oh, you're out here. Just come on. Oh, in. but I love. She goes, "I'm Bills." It's yeah. like the girl that's like, "I have a boyfriend." Right. Like, that's another day is. I have a boyfriend. It's like okay. Well, I was just gonna ask if you had a piece of gum. You're like, listen. <laughs> you dropped fifty dollars. I'm just trying to give it to you. <laughs> okay. Well, I have a boyfriend. I'm Bills. I'm still Bills. <laughs> I'm like okay. But also, do you come in? Oh, in that's Austin. what he's. Hold on. We totally didn't talk about where he saw the engagement ring. He looks, <gasps> when she said, yes. I'm Bills, and he, and he goes, well, yeah, you are. Yeah. Not for long, I Not bet. Not for long. I bet. This bitch gets to fuck Alcide. 
She gets to fuck anyone. <laughs> anyone she wants. So once once LC comes into play, I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting since before the pilot. When we formed this podcast. You I was were like, like, I'm ready for LC. I'm ready for LC. <laughs> I Ugh. feel like he is in this season. I don't think you have to wait until season four. Didn't we look? Th- yeah, we looked that up before we started and it said the wolves were in season four. But they're, this is season three and, and there are literally so wolves are happening right now. Yeah. No, I think it's season three. Maybe he becomes a main character in season four, but I think he makes his first appearance oh my God. in it season It better three. be soon. I'm going to say episode five. Are we guessing? Yes. I'm taking bets. Okay. Well, I hope we'd episode four. Okay. I'm saying episode three. No, no, you've already you've already gave <laughs> I'm your committing, answer. I'm committing. Okay, yeah, I think it's gonna be episode five. Episode five. We'll episode see. Four. We'll put up a poll. What do you think? And yeah, if you know, yeah. don't tell us. And please tell us your thoughts on this. We'll post like something from this episode. Right. I want to know. Did you guys think that when Tommy said in fights that he thought about it was a dog fight? Did you expect them to get naked together? <laughs> That's <laughs> where the sexiness came from. Yeah. <laughs> Just two bros stripping down. Stripping down. <laughs> in a parking lot together. I love how Sam, like... You seem like in, se- in the first seasons, he's always at Merlot's. Mm-hmm. And now he just leaves just and for days. Not one person has asked about him. No one has been like. Well, didn't he? He left Sookie in charge, but he didn't say bye to anyone. Yeah, he just like. He was like, I'm leaving for a couple of days. Night. And then no one has asked. How they- hey, have you heard from Sam? Yeah. How do they get paid? They don't. <laughs> At Merlots, you don't get paid. Just working for free. <laughs> you get paid in vibes, and that's about it. You don't have to pay bills. You don't have to collect food. You don't have to go to the grocery store. Mm. You just get paid in vibes. <laughs> Do you remember a line that you liked? I thought uh, Lafayette's line about uh, your daughter's going to move in with Jesus was pretty clever. That was pretty good. Yeah. And I liked the, let's go to the ladies' room and look at ourselves in the mirror. Because <laughs> literally, just out of nowhere, she takes Jessica away. And I was like, let's go look at ourselves right. in the mirror. So cute. I love Pam. So cute. Well, thank you so much for joining us for episode two. We will be bringing you episode three next Thursday. You can join us on Thursdays for True Blood Thursday. You can also find us on Instagram at Blood Type Podcast, Blood Type Pod at gmail.com. Some of those might be mixed up, but you'll get the gist. <laughs> and you can contact us there. Please leave us comments or send us a message. We love to get them. Yeah. Welcome back, baby. We're back. We're back. Season three. <laughs> season three. Like you said last season, we are going through this timeline quicker than True Blood is even going through this timeline. Oh so. my gosh. I can't believe that this is still part of the six-week timeline. It's insane. I can't, I can't start this conversation. <laughs> we'll we talk about it forever. Say, we tried to say <laughs> bye three times. All right. We'll see you guys next Thursday. <laughs>